Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Play to win, banksjones.com. The Dave Hooker Show. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Objective insight, expertise, top guests. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off the Hook Sports app. Download now for free. Also available on offthehooksports.com. I compute and obey. Now to Dave Hooker. Ready. All right, here we go. Welcome to the program with Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. A ton to get to on the show today. Nico Ia Malayava just keeps getting hype and hype and hype. And at what point... Do you, do you feel concerned for the young man? Uh, I think we're we're reaching that point. My last check, it's still February. And here we go. More talk about him from Chris Lowe. Talk about him from 24-7 Sports. We'll discuss that. Hit the like button now. Go ahead and get on board. Hit the subscribe button. Turn your notifications on. If you haven't done that, we greatly appreciate that as well. Also, coming up on the program... We're going to talk some Tennessee non-revenue sports uh, for a moment as they seem to be uh, cruising uh, quite along. Uh, your thoughts on non-revenue and as they as, as they stand right now heading into the spring season, Caleb? Yeah, I think there's a lot of excitement for non-revenue sports. Um, I think, you know, we can call them non-revenue sports, but... Dave, let's cut, let's put it out this way. Part of the concept of non-revenue sports, even if they lose money, is you could maybe make sure they don't lose as much money as they could. 
you know what I mean? So oh, you could right. supplement you could supplement it to a certain degree. Um, well, it, and for those that want to say, just take that uh, money you were going to spend on softball or crew and put it towards NIL. No, that's not the way Title IX works. You and and one of the things we have figured out from NIL is that Caleb, it's not proportionally or directly tied to money at all. You just still have to provide the ultimate, um, the, the ultimate opportunity for a female athlete to pursue the same things as a, a male athlete. When this, in particular case, would be a scholarship playing a sport, correct? Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of the hope out of this. And you hope it doesn't hurt the revenue you're trying to generate at, at the revenue producing sports, because you want that money to be able to pay players nowadays and get the best players possible. So it's kind of a win-win where you can still protect the female sports, which, and, and not just the female sports, we, we make it like it's men versus women, but guys, it's not men versus women. It's just men's basketball and football versus everything else. Every other men's sport is non revenue producing too. So, no. you know, I don't want to pick on the women on this. In that Very, true. Very true. Steve Sarkeesian uh, we don't want to pick on the women nor the drunks. Steve Sarkeesian is the third highest <laughs> coach in college football. That was just so tacky. That was so low, Dave. You know yeah, that? I feel bad about that one, but not that bad. Is North Carolina State an underrated, dangerous opponent for the Vols? Uh, maybe. North well, Carolina State. Yes. What did I say? NC you said State. North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, no, Drake Mays gone. So uh, NC State, an underrated, dangerous opener for the Vols. Also, men's and women's just dominate Vanderbilt and basketball. So I wanted to start out off with this, actually. Who's the sneaky team that you think Tennessee fans really like to beat? That's going to be our poll question today. So I think it's Vanderbilt. I think there's more on the line with Georgia, Florida, Alabama. At least there has been traditionally. But I think that sneaky team that you just love to beat is Vanderbilt. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go to the message board. Give me your thoughts. It's going to be our poll question today. So who is that sneaky team that you love beating? And I think we'll get some South Carolina votes after the Columbia collapse. Uh, Caleb, is it too soon or too far from that to start that getting some South Carolina, South Carolina votes? No, you might. That sneaky team, Dave, really depends on where you're a Tennessee fan, though. So, like, many t- like there was a reason. Remember the whole Jawan Jennings lash out on Instagram? That's because he wanted to play against Vanderbilt. Why? He's from Murphy's. Um, but, I mean, for instance, me growing up in Memphis, like, a lot of Tennessee fans who got annoyed by Memphis fans because Memphis fans tried to pretend like that was a rivalry, and it's not. And so they wanted to be okay, but, okay, but I think Memphis is a good one. Can I put that on, on the today's tough question? Yeah, because- sure. Because the reason is you love beating Penny. You know, and that got ugly for a while between both mm-hmm. parties, Barnes and Penny. And I, a little, I heard it. That's start- not the first time it got ugly. It yeah. got ugly with Calipari yeah. in Tennessee, too, by the way. Yeah. So let's. In- okay. So I got Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Memphis. Uh, who else? Uh, I mean, Kentucky? Is that really? I mean, Kentucky's not sneaky, though, are they? Uh,. I can go Kentucky because they're not going to win a football championship. That's kind of my one parameter. Now, for your granddad and great-granddad, it's going to be Georgia Tech. But, you know, no one cares about that anymore. You know, the old-timer Tennessee fans remember when Tennessee played Georgia Tech every year back in the day. No, see, Travis, you just tuned in. Florida, 
doesn't count. That's not a sneaky team. Yeah, that's not a sneaky team. We have known they were good for a long time, so that one doesn't count. So let's post it up there. It's up there now. What's the sneaky team you love beating after Tennessee sweeps Vanderbilt over the weekend? Uh, Is it Vanderbilt, South Carolina? Is it Memphis or Kentucky? What do you predict will win? I think it's going to be Vanderbilt in a runaway. I think it'll be Vanderbilt. Um, I think it'll be Vanderbilt in a runaway. Um, you know, I do think Kentucky adds to it because Calipari's at Kentucky. And I do think there's a genuine disdain for Calipari. And okay. so I think that, but I think it'll be Vanderbilt. All right. So we're, we're, we're uh, you may have noticed uh, we're dealing with a new uh, full studio setup. So if I mess up at any point, can you just blame that on me and say I work with an idiot? Sure. I work with an idiot, guys. <laughs> what was he thinking? Release the hounds. The Dave Hooker Show. Keep cool. A presentation of offthehooksports.com. I wanted to write this column a couple of days ago, and I just thought there's really no peg to write it, and a peg is something that makes it newsy, so you don't want to write it at that point. But maybe this is it. And that is the pressure on Nico. Now, I want to get this really clear from the get, guys. Okay? I'm not saying the ne- the pressure on Nico is too great. He could fold or he won't handle it well. That is not what I'm saying. There's a very important piece of punctuation that must go in there. I think it's very disconcerting the amount of pressure on Nico. Period. I think he will be just fine with the pressure. I think he's going to be a generational top quarterback for Tennessee, and I think he's going to be the best one, best one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. And I'm talking two or three, and potentially win a Heisman. So I'm not doing the "woe is me," and I don't want to be called out for that, Caleb. Oh, I guess too much pressure on uh, this Nico guy. It's terrible. And you make no. fun of me doing voices, okay? Yeah, and I'm not doing that. It's brought to you by Andy Mason, andymasonrealestate.com for over four decades combined experience in East Tennessee, best prices, best service in the Knoxville area, andymasonrealestate.com, andymasonrealestate.com. So, what what do you got for me, uh, Caleb? What do you what do you think is is Nico? First of all, give me some background of all the pressure that Nico has on him. One of which is from Chris Lowe, a good friend of the program, but he's he says that he has the uh, he's the player with the most approved in the nation. He also says that he is a uh, a rising star. Two four seven sports does I should say that there's pressure to the extreme. Yes, there's a lot of pressure. I think there is. I think he is the most hyped player that didn't start last year in college football. I think he has the most expectations of any player that didn't start last year on college football. And I think it's between him and Garrett Nussmeyer. Okay. But I'm going to take it a step further. Is he not more anticipated than some of the guys that did play? I mean, if oh, you, yeah. Yeah. I, I Take your Georgia fandom out of it for a second or your Tennessee fandom out of it for a second. What's the better story? Carson Beck, who you know is going to be a B-plus, right? I think he may even be really good, as a matter of fact. But isn't Nico not knowing much of anything about him? Isn't that the better story? Please hit like and subscribe. Uh, let me get your thoughts. Not only is I think he, not only do I think he's the most anticipated player who hasn't played, I think he's 
he competes with some some guys like Carson Beck that are going to be up for the Heisman. Yeah, no, I think so too. And it's I've already told you guys what I think. Is that not I've insane? already told you guys where I think Nico will end up. I well, we've seen this before where quarterbacks have come out of nowhere, but Nico's not coming out of nowhere. I mean, the 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 best example, the biggest example I could give you, by the way, a really good one is not character based. Guys, do not compare these two from a character perspective because one is a significantly better human being. But remember the Jameis Winston Heisman year, Dave? He didn't start the year before, but everybody kind of knew he was the guy after E.J. Manuel that was going to be better, didn't they? Right. And so he comes and starts, and he dominates and wins the Heisman. And everybody, it was, yeah, he came, he, he didn't really come out of nowhere, but he wasn't a Heisman favorite at the beginning. But I think there were a lot of expectations for him. I think Jameis Winston and Deshaun Watson, another really, you know, high character guy, um, had, I'm just nailing those, aren't I? Uh, I think I, I, <laughs> I think a more fair one, let's, uh, you know, he didn't start his, the first game because Kelly Bryant did, but Trevor Lawrence had a lot of expectations, didn't he? Even though he, that's a true freshman. He did. But again, we knew about him headed into the season. Mine, mine again, I'm going to take away the character completely altogether. But mine is is Cam Newton. And the reason is, while you want Nico to have two great years or three or four great years as the full-time starter at Tennessee, I think if he turned in one year like Cam Newton did, obviously win a national championship, you'd say that's that's a success. I think those types of I think those types of expectations are being placed fairly or wrongly on Nico. And um, there's only one thing that Cam could have done that year, which was win a national championship. I'm not even going to say the Heisman because I think the Heisman, there's a lot of politics in there. But there's only one thing he could do for Auburn that year to live up the the billing, and that was win a national championship. And at some point, be it this year or the next year, the following year, the following year, that's what Nico has to do to to live up the billing. It's that big. It's that, that monstrous. I agree. He's got to do it one of the next two years. And I mean, when we talk about great stories in college football, Kim Newton was just such an inspiring story of a guy who overcame stealing a laptop and, you know, went on to, and he overcame accepting $100,000 from Auburn. Okay. He just, he had to overcome those issues, guys. Have you heard his newest deal, by the way? I don't want to just call out people in the media, but his, his newest deal of, uh, he wants to be like a YouTube multimedia star or something. Have you have you heard any of this? So he, wants to, he wants to be the sports version of Mr. Beast because here's the truth. He's not that good on YouTube. I'm sorry. He's just not. That is a very nice way of putting it. He's not good. He's not. <laughs> not and by the way, not every great athlete is good on YouTube. That's or no, in commentating it's like in he, general. It's like he just misuses words. Like that's a mute point. No, yeah. it's. It's moot. It, it and you know I could look say it fancily and it it's right. It's not. I could way. look past that if he were entertaining because Charles Barkley has never ha, ha, no one's butchered words more than Charles. Barkley. That's a one in a million. Yeah, you're right. That's a one in a million because Charles Barkley's just hilarious. Cam Newton doesn't have any interesting takes. So Charles Barkley. So I mean, Cam Newton is just a total waste on YouTube. But yes, in terms of stories, the thing about Nico is like, like with the, the here and this might you know we talk about Nico with the Heisman. He would the story could could it hurt him that he doesn't have the same type of story that like for instance a Johnny Menzel had where Johnny Menzel wasn't recruited by anybody you know had to 
had that off-field incident and then came out of nowhere, Texas A&M's first year in the SEC. Is it going to hurt that Nico doesn't have, like, there was a five-star that everybody expects to be good. Yeah, I, th- I think you can go either way. I mean, I think the fact that he shows up in his 90s uh, makes him more interesting. I think the fact that he has a, a calmness about him makes it more interesting. So there's a lot of ways without the football in your hand that you can be more interesting. I don't think you have to have a, a tough a tough background. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Speaking of, George McIntyre, not a tough background. Um, he goes to a private school in the uh, mid-state area. Uh, in Nashville there. And supposedly he's telling other recruits that nothing's going to happen with the NIL investigation. If you're another recruit, are you taking George McIntyre, who committed the Tennessee as part of the 2025 class, a quarterback, a five-star quarterback? Are you taking what he tells you to heart? Are you kind of like, you may have a vested interest? Well, Tennessee, he says that Tennessee is telling him that nothing's going to happen. And then he says the coaching staff has explained what's going on and that UT coaches have advised the family not to worry. So they've gone like out of their way to talk to George McIntyre more than they've talked to other people. Okay. But what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to say, Oh, this whole Tennessee thing may not work out. We don't even know if we'll be a school in two years. Well, that's where I met with this because this is not the first time I have heard an administration assure people things will work out and they don't work out. I distinctly remember um, when Quanzo Martin was hired at Tennessee or when Derek Dooley was hired at Tennessee and, you know, Mike Hamilton had just assured them there would be no issues from the previous recruiting scandals whatsoever. You remember that, Dave, when he just yeah. assured them everything would work out. And then they were both like, you know, they, they assured me, Mike assured me everything would work out. So, you know, of course he's going to tell you everything's going to work out. So I think what they're doing, and this is the, this is what I think is happening. I don't think they're, I don't think I think the way this is different is I don't think the administration is just giving recruits their word that things are going to work out. I think they're giving them evidence that it's going to work out. And that's where I think they're legitimately presenting recruits and their families with evidence that they're going to win. And that's why they shouldn't worry. You know what you're in right now, if you're the University of Tennessee, you're in a battle that the lottery odds are flipped you've got like a 331 million chance to win. Okay. But if you lose, you get shot in the kneecap. I mean, 
it, they are probably going to win. But having the NCAA poking around just for funsies is not grand. Would you agree with that? It's, oh, yes. It's like this. And I will tell you, I know some. I am not one of them. Do not accuse me of being one of them. But I know some professional sports gamblers. And one the of their methods, on. one of their methods of sports gambling, Dave, that's intriguing. They take one game every like Saturday in football where it is so they, they just bet money line and they bet money line on the heavy favorite. So the payout's small, but it's like, it's so odd, like Alabama playing Louisiana Monroe. Okay. And they put like $5,000 on Alabama. So they put so much that they'll win something back. They do that every week. Now that's okay. But if an upset happens, you're screwed. Cause you are just out of a lot of money. And so uh, let me ask you and the message board, if I placed three separate bets, on the NBA All-Star game. Does that say that I have a problem? I would never have bet on that game. You never know how <laughs> those games are going to play out. Nobody cares know. about that game. I know. I, no, I would say that you don't know how to gamble because you're betting on an All-Star game. One, two, or three. Two, or three. You were 15%, lucky. You were 15%, lucky. I know. 15% off your first order. Uh, you can call Tyler at 865-919 for 3001. 865-919-3001. Best promo products, screen printings, giveaways, or uniforms for your business, go to yourapexapparel.com, yourapexapparel.com, or just call Tyler at 865-919-3001, 865-919-3001. And also, uh, just your thoughts in general of George McIntyre. Do you want him who... So he's entering his junior year, is that correct? Do we have my years right? No, he's entering. He will be. He is in his junior year. He will be a senior in twenty twenty. Uh, okay, okay. Do you want a junior in high school representing your NIL stance to other prospects? Because if what if there is one prospect that you've got to give a little cash to you? Do you want George McIntyre saying that nothing's going to happen and everything's fine? NIL seems to be all. Uh, taken care I of. Think, Remember this too. Be- George goes to a very nice school and he seems like uh, a little bit upper crust. If he tells that to somebody else, I didn't need any money to go. Well, maybe that person did need money to go. Is George McIntyre the guy that you want leading your PR campaign on NIL is all I'll ask you. See, I don't think it's, I think, I didn't think this was about George McIntyre. He wouldn't be, no, but I think this is about how Tennessee is recruiting amidst the NIL investigation, what they told George McIntyre. Dave, I think, and this is going to be the, my crazy take. You can say if it's the C- Caleb crazy take of the day. Um, I gotta think get, Tennessee. Gotta get a sponsor to that. I think Tennessee is using the NCAA investigation as an asset on the recruiting trail. Oh, now you're getting interesting. How can they do that? Is that another segment or is that uh, we rolling with this? I now say you- we kind of roll with this too, because okay. it was like, how are they recruiting amidst NIL? My philosophy is that typically in the past, if you were under an NCAA investigation, you would try, you had to fight that off when recruiting, right? You had to, that wasn't, that wasn't negative. You had to fight off, right? You had to minimize. Right, Dave? Yes. Dave, are you listening to me? Yes. No, I'm listening <laughs> to you. I'm thinking. Okay. When Tennessee recruits now, they are literally saying, guys, 
we're going to win this case and we are the trendsetters and fighting for athletes rights to get paid you want to come play for us because while other states and other schools are going to whine about it we're going to be the ones up front saying we're here to protect our players and what's best for them and okay, that's that's another column i was thinking about writing because if i'm tennessee i'm preaching from the mountaintops that i am your uh in, incredible um I, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Brainiac, brainstormer. I am your NIL god, so to speak. I am Tennessee or Virginia. I don't know how Virginia got in there, but I'm Virginia. If North Shore was still in business, that would have been a good sponsor for the Crazy Caleb segment. I thought about that the other day. Crazy Caleb brought to you by North Shore. Um, <laughs> middle institution. Are you familiar with what North Shore is, Caleb? No. No. It's a jogging track where crazy people could run out on you at any point. But, uh, Caleb, let's get back to how this might be. Uh, it, it may actually help Tennessee. Should they champion themselves that way? Yes, they should champion themselves being investigated. And they should champion the lawsuit with it. And they should say, look, we'll fight for you so hard. We don't care if the NCAA comes for us. We will fight your case in front of the NCAA to make sure you get paid. I think they're telling recruits that all over the country right now. And if they're not... They should. And it's the first time I've ever said that a school should use an investigation to its advantage because they could be like, look what we're being investigated for. We're not being investigated and hiding it. We're being investigated and op being open about it and saying, you know what? We're not doing anything wrong and we're going to keep playing, paying players. I think they should absolutely own it. Okay. Let me take you a step further because I'm still in it from fallout zone on the line and yes it was lakeshore not north shore um fallout zone says we're in the social media age you want this type of message spread to recruits if Dion sanders was doing this at colorado could we possibly even get away from the messaging no it would be everybody would be him. it would be basically impossible like my son who's not a big college football fan would bring it up my daughter would bring it up well, here's the thing. Deion Sanders said something last year that other coaches, had they said it, it they'd be seen as hating players. Because Deion Sanders actually said he has a problem with collectives. And you can right. maybe... Collectives are a group, a bunch of uh, dudes that are trying to take money. By the way, Moondrop Beauty's loving you. Yes, Caleb, he is so spot on right now. You're throwing heat. I mean, I'm just, you know, I, sometimes my crazy takes are just crazy enough to be genius. I love and, it. You're on it. Hit the I like mean, button. And here's the, Hit the subscribe button. That's all I was going to say. Hit like and subscribe. Um, yeah, I like this. And it, it, it has the feel we're hearing of a Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. That would make oh, Caleb Amber Heard. That would make me Johnny Depp. But yeah, I could see going. Wait, what? That. What? Where does that come out of? Why How am I Amber Heard? Why doesn't Tennessee just go all in? They're practically all in anyway. Why don't they just go in and, and Tennessee says, this is about us, kids. And this is about us winning and you getting dominated and you going away. Robert says the smartest thing Tennessee could do is to hire all the football players as employees, give them all salaries and benefits, including a free education and health care. We don't need the NCAA. I'm I'm with you on that, but I think that more than just Tennessee would have to be on board. Caleb, I think yeah, you'd see, have the problem to have with that players across the board. 
Yeah, and Robert, the problem with that is the minute the university started paying them, they would have to pay every other athlete the same amount of money because the university is sanctioning the sport. So it's I, they, they they legally wouldn't able to do that. Um, I would say that, look, this is, and by the way, what is this happening against Dave? If Tennessee owns this in recruiting, it happens against the backdrop of Tommy Tuberville trying to stop and limit NIL money, isn't it? And yes. And think about that. Alabama Senator, at the behest of the Alabama schools, is limiting the NIL power that players can have and advocating for that. And Tennessee is openly embracing an investigation for paying its players. Hey, can I ask everybody on the message board a second? Um, no, the NCAA is Amber Heard. Thank you, Moondrop Beauty. I think I do a pretty good job of responding to questions on here. And I would just, uh, I, I guess I'm feeling vulnerable and would just like to throw this out there that I responded to all these questions about Cooper Mays and the most re- recent video we had on him. And how the person said it doesn't help everybody. It just helps the superstars. That's not true. Everybody at the University of Tennessee or a school of that ilk gets something from the collective, which in this case is Spire. I was very disappointed at that. And then he left me with this, Caleb, and this was hurtful. Little man with deep pockets. First of all, I'm fat and don't have a lot of money. <laughs> oh my god so that's oh, where god. that went um but caleb that to me was a bizarre take now i'm sure that getting back to the mcintyre thing he's promised x amount right it may just yes. be fifty thousand dollars a year to be comfortable but is tennessee past the point of having to give out the two million dollars a year i think they are i don't think they're ever going to have to face a situation where they sit down and they have to pay seven digits for a quarterback or a player for that matter ever again. No, no. And also, I mean, this is one thing that won't sound as pro player, but it's true. The truth of the matter is the name brand of the college is more valuable than the player wearing the Jersey for the big schools. It is. Especially, especially in football, less face time. Yeah, exactly. Especially in football. That is, that's actually a very good point because you know, when Alan Houston was at Tennessee, he may have been more valuable than the basketball program itself looking back or Bernard King may have been more valuable than the basketball program itself. Right. But it's a great point. No football player is ever more valuable than the Tennessee football program. There is not a player in the world they could get that would be more valuable than the program. Is that fair to say? I, I don't think there's any, I think that's why it's so stupid that we attach Super Bowl wins to quarterbacks. I don't think they're, I think football is the ultimate team game. I don't think there is a position where you deserve to have Super Bowl strapped next to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's like wins for a pitcher. That's such a stupid stat. Wins for a pitcher in baseball. Yeah. It's the dumbest stat in the history of sports. Yeah, I think that basketball is the one sport where a player can be more valuable than the franchise. Any team that drafted Michael Jordan was going to win a lot of championships because Michael Jordan was more valuable than, <laughs> yeah. than, than him. <laughs> well, I, I do think there's something to being faced with a right, not to get sued, too sidetracked. Maybe this is another segment altogether. I think there's something, you know, Michael Jordan got challenged because he didn't grow six inches in time to be a starter, right? Or to make yes. his team. That's that's why he didn't just come back. Hey, look at look at my new ball skills. No, I'm six foot right. six inches taller. Um maybe Nico is facing the perfect scenario to make him better. And that's sitting a year behind Joe Milton when he thinks, I think he thinks 
he's not told me this, but I think he is um, pretty, I think he's, he's pretty darn sure of his skills and he thought he was better than Joe Milton. That's possible. He really could think he was better than Joe Milton. Um, and so maybe you learn tough times make us learn. Well, it's, it, you know, it's funny. Cause you know, one of the things you bring up, I maintain for the longest time that had Scotty Pippen stayed healthy, the bulls would have beaten the Pistons a year before. Remember when Scotty had the migraine? Yes. And they lost in games. Okay. If Scotty doesn't have the migraine, I think the bulls win it all that year, but does winning it all that year hurt them? Because I think losing that year made them train so much extra harder in the off season that they became so dominant right after that. And yep. so you actually make a good point. Maybe losing the job to Milton, even though he was better, like kicked him into gear to work so hard that he was going to be even better than he even needed to be. Yep. Great comment by uh, Moondrop Beauty. And that's brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, 50 years in East Tennessee. Integrity matters. Don't trust a fly by night HVAC company to tell you that you need a new unit that could cost you thousands or more. Cityheatandair.com. Cityheatandair.com. George McIntyre, according to Moon Drops Beauty, uh, is beloved by a ton of these recruits, and I think him telling them everything will turn out fine really carries a lot of weight with these recruits. You know when it's all said and done? He could have a much bigger impact on recruiting who than Nico, who had to think about volleyball and went to an awful lot of camps. And I, I don't have a problem with that, but... I don't think it's your responsibility to be an overly active recruiter. If you're a quarterback, Caleb, I think that's part of it that goes with the that that, that goes with the job. But as for the most part, I don't expect a guy to pick up the phone and recruit and recruit and recruit for the school he picked. Here's why I think Nico would be a better recruiter than George McIntyre. George McIntyre is clearly someone who was like born and birthed and raised a Tennessee fan. Is that fair to say? Yes, most likely. Yes. Okay. He can only recruit for Tennessee from the perspective of someone who is always a Tennessee fan. Nico can recruit from the perspective of someone who you need to sell Tennessee to somebody who may not have been interested. Something I've noticed about Tennessee, Dave, um, dealing with four-wheel players since I've been around, it's almost like people talk about, you know, you notice how like a lot of times like immigrants love America more than Americans do because they know where they came from. Yes. It's, it's a lot of times like people from other States that come play football at Tennessee, love Tennessee more than people who grew up in Tennessee did because they, know that they're where they, they had no expectation of it being that great you know what i'm talking about and so i noticed a lot of people from like california that came to tennessee to play love tennessee more than tennesseans do yes i mean i could definitely see that so he wins people over for the passion to play he doesn't have to win over people with nil anymore i think that's the progression is that what you're referring yeah. to because that's what we've yes. talked about how nil will settle Yes, because George McIntyre is going to only win. Like, George McIntyre can only speak from the perspective of a Tennessee fan. Okay, it's hard to sell a school you always loved. It's hard to sell anything you always loved. It's actually easier to sell something if you didn't love it, and then you learn to love it. I can roll with that. No, I can I can roll with that. Uh, now, so what has a greater emphasis? Is it Andy Kelly playing for the hometown school and having a very stellar career? Or is it Peyton Manning coming from a place like Louisiana? What has the bigger emphasis on recruiting and getting one over and loving the school? Not even close. Not even close. It's Peyton yeah, Manning. It's Peyton. Okay. It's Peyton Manning. By a thousand miles, it's Peyton Manning. Um, 
and stuff. yeah. So Steve Steve Sarkeesian uh, is not paid in Fifth Suburban, but if he were, there would be a lot because he just got paid with Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. Two minutes. This is a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Sun, sand, and salt water, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK Vision Correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Sports Treasures in North Knoxville is one of the South's largest sports cards and memorabilia dealers, featuring over 10 million sports cards from vintage to modern. Sports Treasures carries a full line of hobby boxes, singles, autographed memorabilia, Tennessee ball collectibles, fan cave decorations, and so much more. See a museum full of collectibles at Sports Treasures, 4819 North Broadway in Fountain City, and Sports Treasures on Facebook. Sports Treasures, where the real sports fan goes to shop. Have you seen the latest TriStar Hats Co. product? TriStar Hats Co., what's that? You know, those really cool hats, shirts, tumblers, and even license plates with three stars like the official Tennessee flag and stripes like the American flag. Pretty patriotic if you ask me. Ah, I gotcha. Seen those. Those are cool. Where can I get them? Simple. TriStarHatsCo.com. And if you order now, there's 10% on any order $50 or more. Plus, use the promo code HOOKED. With the promo code HOOKED, you get 10% off. That's HOOKED. And don't forget free shipping with any order over 50 bucks. Stock up at TriStarHatsCo.com. That's TriStarHatsCo.com. There are plenty of wannabes out there, so make sure you go to TriStarHatsCo.com for the best quality and customer service. Will do, and I'll be sure to use the promo code HOOKED. That's HOOKED when I do to save an additional 10% off. TriStarHatsCo.com. TriStar Hats Co. is a trademark of TriStar Hats Co. LLC. Any use without express written consent is prohibited. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorneys. Excuse me, Your Honor. Play to win, banksjones.com. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show, Ooh. a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. Thoughts on Steve Sarkeesian as a whole, Caleb? Knows offense, but isn't anything spectacular or special? Mm, comp. I know that athletes and coaches hate a comp. Um, he's not, in my opinion, tell me if you're wrong, he's not better than David Cutcliffe. No, I don't think he's better than David Cutcliffe. Um, okay, so give me, what about a Chip Kelly? Who had a little run there where it looked like he could win a championship. I wouldn't have said he's better than Chip Kelly, but I would say he's better than Chip Kelly now because I think Chip Kelly's stubbornness has cost him. And so I would say Chip Kelly. Steve Sarkeesian, I might go Norm Chow. Ooh. Uh, I don't hate that. Give me another one. Norm Chow. But, Norm Chow. but now wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You can't go Norm Chow because Steve Sarkeesian has, has essentially played for a college football championship as a head coach. So he's better than Norm Chow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He got to a playoff game. 
Right, but that means your Norm Chow never took anybody to anything close. Norm to Chow that. never coached a program good enough for that. Norm Chow was the was the brains behind USC's dominance in the two thousands. I agree, but you would say the same thing about John Chavis. The simple fact is, he didn't have the skills to be a a head coach. I think you. Oh, I got to start comparison. And that's and that's a really bad Chow. Chavis comparison. I just want to say real quick. I don't think Chow wanted to be a head coach. That's different. Chavis wanted to. I just want to clear that up. Clear that up. Go yeah, ahead. I remember when Norm Chow threw some shots at Lane Kiffin when Lane was still offensive coordinator at USC. Funny enough, uh, I don't know if you remember that. I bet Lane hates Norm Chow. Um, but I would give I think that list is pretty long. People that Lane doesn't like. People that Lane Kiffin hates. I thought the list that's longer is people that hate Lane Kiffin. But I would agree with that. Um, I'm going to say another one that's simple. See, Steve Sarkeesian, Steve Sarkeesian strikes me as it's kind of a bland offensive coordinator. So Jim Chandler. Oh, 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 he just showed up to the special teams meetings drunk. That's not bland. <laughs> I mean, what, you coaching. what do you, I mean, his, you his X's and O's is bland. I mean, what, I do you, got, what do you want? Uncle Jesse? Or do you, I mean, are we like, uh, are you shooting for Richard Pryor in his prime? I mean, what more do you need to not be bland as a college football coach than to show up to the special team meetings at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning hammered? I'm going to say he's a Jim Chaney who likes to recruit. 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Okay. He's still uh, like, I nailed it. Jim Chaney who like a uh, Jim Chaney who can recruit. <laughs> All right. Let's get to four downs. It's brought to you by our friends at Dynasty Pools and Spas because Steve Sarkeesian just got paid, and it's crazy. Four Downs brought to you by Dynasty Spas, the most comfortable spas made in the United States of America, right here in East Tennessee. Drop in for the all-new showroom in Athens, Dynasty Spas, perfect for all four seasons. Four Downs presented by Off the Hook Sports. That's all right, and we get into it right now with uh, some payments that are going to be made by some schools to college football coaches let's start with uh first of all people need to do what cooper mays here hit like and subscribe thank you very much and what down is this coop coop here first down first down what is sark making is he overpaid by standards of which we judge such coaches which would be basically comparing them to themselves steve sarkeesian salary is up to $10.3 million. Seems high. Seems high to me. Initial response seems a little high. Do you want me to save where he's ranked, or do you want me to just go and jump in? I don't know. I'm really scared now because 10.3 for Steve Sarkeesian, special teams coach extraordinaire, seems a little bit high for me. He that is seems a little bit high. Third behind. High. What down is it, Coop? Wait, you didn't let me answer if he's overpaid or not. Oh, well, I thought that was next. I thought that's what we just talked about. So oh, we said, oh, okay. is he overpaid? So that was second down. So what's he made? He's making 10.3 now. Is Wait, he so over- what was the first down question? What was the first down question? Just the pay. Okay, 10.3 million. Okay, 10.3 million. And it is third now behind um, Dabo Swinney and Kirby Smart. That's it. Those are the only two people ahead of him. Okay. Who's the – who's – Closely behind. Ryan Day is closely behind. 
Okay. Who's next? Mel Tucker. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was last year. He's gone. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Okay. I think that Sark is slightly overpaid. He hasn't done as much as Brian Kelly. Um, is this second down that we're doing that he's overpaid? Sorry. Yes. Is he overpaid? All right. Give me, give me Coop. Give me Coop. Set, set me up with Coop. All right. Sorry. Cooper this isn't a no huddle offense, Dave. That's right. Slow huddle. All right. Sack overpaid. Yeah, your name. Hell yes. Yes. Absolutely yes. This is so ridiculously overpaid. Um, Steve Sarkeesian has joined Rick Barnes as the two most overpaid coaches in their respective sports. Oh, man, you had to go there. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm right. What down is it, Coop? Tennessee center Cooper Mays here. Third down. Okay. So who is the most overpaid out of that top five to 10 group? How many do you have? Do you have a top 10? Oh yeah. I got a top 10. Um, we go, this is based on last year, but there's coaches retired now and things and fired and things like that. So based on those and the contracts extensions to the, to where they are now, you go Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, Steve Sarkeesian, Ryan Day, Brian Kelly, Mark Stoops, Josh Heupel, Lane Kiffin, James Franklin, Luke Fickle. So who's the most, I think Sark's the most overpaid guy on that list. Honestly, I know I'm probably supposed to say that for good content, but I really believe that he's the most overpaid on that list. I think it's a split between Sark and Ryan day, largely because they're not even letting Ryan day call the offense anymore. Well, so. and I agree, but you do have to give him the, he's played for an awful lot of championships, right? So you have to give him some of that credit. I mean, he's lost to Michigan three years in a row when he's had better talent than Michigan all three years. Where was Kirk Ferentz on this list, by the way? <laughs> Did you uh, he was on the list? Let's see. Uh, maybe they pay him per yard his offense game. <laughs> remember when David Shaw was on that list and he was making $10.3 million a year? And Oh, he was. I did not know that. Yeah, Stanford won three games the year before. So that's like three million like, dollars. Kirk Ferentz is in the top 20, to be fair. Now, again, I, this doesn't include, like, I don't know where Kalen DeVore is now because I don't know Kalen DeVore's contract with Alabama. I don't know the details of that yet. So he could be up there at this point. Do you guys realize that Iowa is what Kurt is what Tennessee could have decided to be. Have you ever thought about that? What with Jeremy Pruitt? No, no, no. Before that, I was happy with Kurt Friends. He doesn't get them in trouble. He gets them to a bowl game. Maybe occasionally there are double digit wins. He doesn't really go below six, right? Six or seven right. wins ever. He's got a he's got a floor. Tennessee wanted to. You keep Philip Fulmer. That's why people say now, in retrospect, that decade of dysfunction, they should have kept Fulmer. You keep Fulmer. I know this is sounds out there. Okay. This is an alternate universe. This is like the Marvel thing. Okay. And you hire David Cutcliffe or Randy Sanders and you keep that path going. And instead, uh, in my opinion, as much respect as I have for those coaches, especially David, that you know, I think you would be dealing with bouncing at nine wins. And you wouldn't have that load up season like they have this year where they could win the national title. I think that would be the difference the way Tennessee's football program would be viewed now as opposed to the the, the way it's being viewed as it is. With so Josh what Hall. Georgia was with Mark Ray. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and by the way, 
which was which wasn't bad. I mean, that was a fun was run. Those, th- those boosters went on a lot of fun trips, did they not? Yes. Here's where it comes to it. By the way, that's what because what do David Cutcliffe, Mark Rick, and Rick Barnes in college basketball have in common? Um, I don't know. At their heart, they're coaches. Now that's weird to say that that's a weakness for a football coach. But what I mean, coaches is this. They don't want to scheme. They don't want to recruit. They want to develop players, don't they? They just like to. They, like yeah, yeah. They, David Cutcliffe likes teaching players for the game, the game of football, doesn't he? Isn't that what he loves more than anything else? He just likes teaching them football. You know, I always had a random feeling, and I've never covered him. No input, but that Sean McVay who won a Super Bowl with the Rams. I've always wondered mm-hmm. if he was like that for some reason. Um, he would just that like he to just like a- teaching players. Yeah, he would just like to make a quarterback the best he possibly could at the end of the day. That if the money was the same for doing that as it was being the head coach of the Rams, if he would do that. I think David Cutcliffe would. I think David Cutcliffe right now, if he had the energy, would tell the SEC, hey, I'm good. I want to go coach Arch Manning. And if you had a son, you'd want him to play for David Cutcliffe, right? Yes. And Steve Sarkeesian would have to be drunk not to not to take him on his staff. Uh, who's where should where should Heifel be paid? Four downs brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Imagine having the best spas made right here in the United States of America in your backyard. Dynasty Pools and Spas, their showroom is open in Athens, right off the interstate. You can stop by and check out the best hot tubs and spas in the market. And then delivery, yes, they can do that. It's Knoxville or Chattanooga. They've got complete support spa cover and chemicals to keep your spa bubbling at its best. They also have pool chemicals as well. Dynasty pools and spas, amazing discounts for first responders, military, and even some blemish models. It can save you a ton, and no one will ever notice. Mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off. Mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off. Dynasty Pools and Spas. Go to DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com or stop by that showroom in Athens. DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com. Dynasty Pools and Spas. All SEC Center Cooper Mays here. Fourth down. All right. Where should Josh Heupel be ranked? Can't put him ahead of Kirby Smart, so he's at the very least second. Nick Saban's gone now, so he may hold on a second. But where would you put him um, among the highest-paid college football coaches right now? Well, you can't put him ahead of Ryan Day. I mean, not Ryan Day. Of uh, you can't put him ahead of, ahead of Dabo Sweeney either. Correct. So that would be third. I wouldn't put him ahead of Brian Kelly because Brian Kelly has just accomplished so much. You know, he got Notre Dame to a national title game, so that's down to fourth. Correct. Right on the list of. I mean, I know it's. I would not I put him so. in front of. I would not put him in front of Sarkeesian, even though I think he'll have a better, better career right now. Sarke- I would. I would. I think Josh Heupel's 2022 was way more impressive than Sarkeesian's 2023. I would. I think that was the most. Texas got a win over an Alabama team that had no idea what it was doing. And that is the only thing Sarkeesian is resting on right now. That's the whole part. His entire career is all about one lucky win he got over Alabama in September of last year. Okay. Well, now that was was garbage. I don't know that it was lucky. I mean, can we call games lucky just because they're close? I I think that Alabama team was bad. They got great. They were bad in September. So better timing. How about that? They got them them pre-Tennessee halftime. That was pretty much the goal, right? For any Alabama opponent, try to play them before halftime of the Tennessee game. That's your goal. 
before Nick Saban took over the offense and said, I'm running the, before Nick Saban said, I'm the captain now. (laughs) Run the ball, play defense, do all that stuff. No, 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 no. Your goal is just to play Alabama before they get to halftime of that Tennessee game and they get everything figured out. Don Self, State Farm has it figured out. He's had it figured out for 40 years. They built their business and reputation on taking care of their customers in the greater Chattanooga area, 423-396-2126, donself.net, donself.net, 423-396-2126, donself.net. So... You would have him about fifth. I would have to go Brian Kelly. I would have to go Ryan Day. I would have to go Kirby Smart. I would have to go Dabo. I would go Sark. You and I are different from that, and that's kind of a coin flip in my head to be real. I'm also different on Ryan Day. Homeboy inherited the most talented team in in college football the last two years. Okay, Uh, but still, he has accomplished something, so I would have him Yeah, losing to Michigan. Uh, yeah, and you don't have Michigan anymore to factor in Harbaugh's contract. So where would you have uh, Josh Heupel if you had to factor them against the uh, the contracts that we just listed out? Portions of the program brought to you by the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to HempHouseChatWith2Ts.com, HempHouseChatWith2Ts.com, and use the promo code HOOK to get 10% off. So who would you have? Pay getting paid more than Josh Heupel. I named him. That's it. It is Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, and um, Brian Kelly. I wouldn't put Ryan Day ahead of him. Ryan Day's the biggest underachiever in the history of the game right now. And so, I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing how badly he's underachieving. That seems a little strong, isn't I think there's some guy still uh, running around in whiteouts and – in Penn State, that seems like a pretty big under. No, no, that's not underachieving because what is a what's an easier job, Dave? Ohio State or Penn State? It's not well, even close. Listen, we we know you're a big Brian Kelly and James Franklin guy. We understand that. Wait, what did I say? I'm a Brian Kelly and James Franklin guy. First <laughs> of all, I'm just going to say this: going ten and two at Penn State, which is what James Franklin is doing is the equivalent of winning national titles at Ohio State. Okay, because okay, the job you've got to put James Franklin ahead of Josh Heupel. Did you all just catch that? Who's on the board? No, James that? Franklin is hitting the floor. Caleb just James contradicted Franklin. himself. No, I didn't. James Franklin is doing what he's supposed to do at Penn State. Ryan Day is not doing what he's supposed to do at Ohio State. Josh Heupel is doing beyond what he was supposed to do at Tennessee because of the mess that he inherited. Now, I will change that if this is a bad year in 2024. But to this point, through three years, who would deny that Josh Heupel overachieved what was possible at Tennessee, Dave? Like, if you had a, if you had AI create just an average run-of-the-mill coach running Tennessee, they would, be do, they would have done significantly worse than what Josh Heupel's done. If you had an average run-of-the-mill coach take over at Ohio State after Urban Meyer, they would have had more success than Ryan Day had the last six years or whatever. Yeah. Fair enough. Pull up our um, Hooker's Corner Patreon page. We can talk about that for a second, some of the things that are on that, if you can do that. And then we have a special drawing um, for last week's winner because we all got all behind and everybody won last week. But somebody's going to win this week, too. And you can win a T-shirt or you can win a uh, a, a really cool book that I like. The writer's very affable. His name's Dave. And you can check out that book, Celebrate 98. Uh, that's all there. We've got community conversations that we're getting started. And then 
your thoughts on what Greg McElroy has to say about Nico Ia Maleava, which I'm sure we'll we'll step into tomorrow. And then you also have uh, breakdowns of several top recruiting prospects. So there's a lot on there. Please join the page today. It's only $9.98, and you will win a weekly prize. And you can also win a monthly prize, which is this month. We'll give it away on March the 1st. That is a pretty cool price. It's a mini helmet signed by Hendon Hooker. So what we want to do here is we want to try to see if I can now share something on the screen, which could be harder than you think, but I'm going to give it my best. Here we go. Sharing. We are sharing. I feel confident in that we are sharing because it is time to pull our random winner as there we go. All you have to do, I just removed Joe because he already won. All right, so I don't think I meant, meant to remove Joe. Did I mean to remove Joe? There we go. Okay. I don't think Ollie and Beatrice on are on our... I'll tell you what we're going to do, Caleb. We're going to take a quick break because I don't think that Ollie and Beatrice on our on our group. What do you think? Okay. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned. Two minutes. We'll get that fixed off the hook. Sports. Yes, it is live. Give me two minutes and we'll get it fixed out and we'll give out prizes right after this. Got cataracts. We can fix that. Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at CCTIs.com. Hi, I'm Rick Terry, and we at Rick Terry Jewelry Designs pride ourselves in the highest quality craftsmanship from a family-owned business here in Knoxville for over 35 years. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we also take pride in being an affordable option for all your game day accessories, especially those fire opals. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we want to be your jeweler every day and especially on game day. Go Vols! Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. We believe every day is a good day to be thirsty. With free samples on draft and lots of flavors to choose from, Tennessee Cider Company prepares a hard cider that's easy to enjoy. Some say it's the signature cider of the South. Others say it's the cure to your craving. They all say you'll savor every sip. The area of Gatlinburg has so much to offer, and so does Tennessee Cider Company. Add us to your list for shopping and fun experiences. You'll be glad you made the trip. Find our cidery in the Mountain Mall on the Gatlinburg Parkway. Sip smart. Sip the good stuff. Sip Tennessee Cider Company. Thirsty yet? Doors open at 10 a.m. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Play to win, banksjones.com. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. 
Welcome back. Hit that like button right now. If you haven't subscribed, please do that as we'll hold our drawing for actually last week and the weekly prize as far as our Patreon group at Hooker's Corner. Uh, you'll certainly uh, hope like that. We've got an opportunity where we have been able to uh, dive in with uh, several uh, individual listeners and fans of the program and it's actually spawned on some columns for me so we uh, greatly appreciate that and i'm gonna go ahead and put that right now you can join today and then by joining you can win a weekly prize plus you can win the monthly prize which is pretty cool this month it will be an autographed mini helmet by hendon hooker thanks to our friends at sports treasures i'll remind you sports treasures you got to get to facebook and follow them their daily updates are unbelievable. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia. That's Sports Treasures TN, Sports Treasures TN. And then we start to look towards the season for a moment as NC State, underrated, dangerous opponent for the Vols. That's according to 247. Your thoughts uh, on uh, the Wolfpack potentially being a surprise team this year as a whole. Yeah, so this was actually very shocking to me because not just the NC State uh, being named a... So basically, this is one of the 10 risky predictions that Brad Crawford of 247 Sports said. And one of the risky predictions was that NC State would play for the ACC championship. And it sounds... You know, Dave Doran has consistently... We talk about like floor and ceilings and Dave Doran is one of those that has that floor and ceiling it's like six wins to nine wins every year in the ACC and sounds like he loaded up in the portal kind of pulled a lane Kiffin for the ACC and many people believe they are a legitimate college football playoff contender Bleacher Report has named Tennessee NC State as one of the best neutral site games of the year now I don't even like that comparison because I think neutral site games are stupid anyway and I think it should just be home and homes for the rest of time, I don't get neutral site games, but yeah, and let's 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 clarify too. So uh, Tennessee will open with Chattanooga, and that's going to be the week in which Aniko is just awarded the Heisman. It's all done with. Don't even worry about waiting until November. That's going to be the case. So then they come off their first real game is going to be NC State, and that is in Charlotte. And there is some importance in there, and people tell me I always go back to recruiting because I think that's the lifeblood of any program. But there's a lot of importance in recruiting there, especially when you look and see what's happened lately in that area. So let's talk about the Carolinas for a second. You have Shane Beamer, who's on a hot seat. Are you really going to commit to him? Uh, You look at uh, Dabo Sweeney, who either turned down the Alabama job so they didn't think he was good enough, or let's face it, he's a little bit stale there. Now, as far as what they're doing in North Carolina, I've got a a ton of respect for what they're doing in North Carolina. But at, at any point, if you have a choice to play for a true national championship contender, or you have the choice to play for Mac Brown, who's kind of fun and kind of neat, uh, but he's kind of closing out his career. What's the end goal there? I think Tennessee can make hay in, Cal- in the Carolinas, like when Brad Scott was there going one and 10. 
I think so too. And I said that two years ago when, um, actually I said it three years ago when Shane Beamer was in South Carolina. And I said that there was an opening for Tennessee to start taking back the Carolinas. I don't think anymore though, that specific games are relevant to recruiting battles for Tennessee anymore. I think Tennessee is on the cusp of, they're either going to become a program after this year where they can go national. They'll be the program that runs all the other coaches off not the program that benefits from the other coaches being down or they're going to fall behind. And it depends on not just the, the, so the NC state game all of a sudden becomes important, not for recruiting, but for Tennessee needs to be a top five team at the end of this year. They, they just absolutely have to. And if they're not, you're going to see the dominoes fall for the program. And so I, I think don't know about dominoes falling, but I think the, um, Greg McElroy's that say Tennessee comes back to the the pack a little bit will, will look awfully correct if Tennessee's just a nine win season. That's why I think ten is such a magic number. Um, I, I just the ten makes all the difference in the world to me. It's also why the NC State game is so absolutely crucial to win. Like this isn't a, it's not like a crucial like Alabama circled either way or something like that. No, well I I think that circled too this year, but. They have they have to actually they can't just beat NC State. I think they got to beat them pretty significantly, Dave. I think they you know you have to really show that you've arrived with Nico Iamaliava, and you have to show what you are as a program. And they have to show that they're at a, at a level that you and I both agree NC State's never going to get at at least under Dave Doran, right? No, I don't think so. Could they surprise Tennessee? I guess, but this team doesn't get. Well, I'll say they don't get surprised. I guess you could point to the Missouri and South Carolina game. But the South Carolina game, at least you have the Jeremy Banks issue. We know what happened in Missouri because th- that that defense changed up what they did completely against uh, Tennessee. So I'll say this. I don't think ten- Tennessee is a, a team that shows up and gets surprised a lot, and I think that's a good sign. I think those are the Butch Jones teams that are kind of up and down a little bit more portions of the program brought to you by Rick Terry jewelry design. They want to be your jeweler looking for affordable game day jewelry. How about the fire opals, a Tennessee tradition, go to Rick Terry jewelry.com, Rick Terry jewelry.com. I just don't think they're a team that gets too up and too down for the most part. And I think that starts with the head coach, Caleb. Well, if that's the case, then they really have to blow out NC state because if they don't, then it's going to be a long, long year. And this is why I say the NC state game is not really reflective the, the fight with the Carolinas was reflective on recruiting in 2022 when Tennessee beat Clemson and in 2021 when Tennessee blew out South Carolina. They w- they took two of three because they blew that game against South Carolina in 2022 that, as you and I both know, that cost them about three commitments, that loss to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Did. And But now it's 2024. Now Tennessee's on the cusp of being a powerhouse. Now, whether or not they recruit those areas is on them not on the other programs because if they, because those other programs are falling apart no matter what. So yes, the NC state game is important in terms of recruiting the Carolinas, but it's only important in the sense of if they don't beat NC state, the season is a loss. You can cancel the season at that point. It's a loss. The whole season is a loss. Heupel's career is a loss at Tennessee. If they don't beat NC state. Well, I mean, a loss. he could turn it around. Come on. You think they're beating Alabama or Georgia if they can't beat NC state? Uh, well, no. 
But exactly. The, the career. The, the, I think they're an even kill program, and they're not going to overlook NC State. I think you have to overlook NC State to some extent. To they have win. to blow out NC State. They need to win. And what I'm saying is, we all thought that the we thought this was a circle win. This is not like Virginia this past year. Can we say that safely? Yes. I think a lot of people are expecting this game to be like Virginia. I don't think Tennessee is. But I'm just warning you, Tennessee fans, NC State could be dangerous. Tennessee needs to treat NC State like Virginia in the sense that they need to beat them like they beat Virginia last year to prove that they're where they're at. Yep. What they need, um, Smoky Mountain Red made reference to it. They just need to run some extra dudes out there like Derek Dooley did. That always works. (laughs) Oh, man. Brought to you by our friend, uh banks and jones t scott jones banks and jones represents the program on a daily basis and we greatly appreciate him hi banks and jones well it's because they're tennessee's trial attorney you can play to win with banks and jones because they'll go to trial you've heard of other lawyers they say they'll go to trial and fight for you they won't they just want to settle that's the easiest way out well that's not banks and jones led by t scott jones they won't settle They'll go to trial for you. Tennessee's trial attorney. They play to win. Truly, Tennessee's trial attorney when it comes to criminal defense or personal injury. Why settle? It's Banks and Jones. T. Scott Jones. Banksandjones.com. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Play to win. Banksjones.com. Uh, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show, Ooh. a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. So, vote on this on our poll question. We originally asked it our poll question, and then we're going to transfer it into a little bit of a change. And that is the men's and women uh, balls dominate Vanderbilt and basketball which was a bigger deal. By the way, a lot of you still enjoy beating Vanderbilt. And I didn't include Alabama and Georgia and all those, but who was your uh, sneaky team that you really like beating? And Vanderbilt was on the list. We also went with a couple of other choices. Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Memphis, and Kentucky. So Kentucky leads with 50%. South Carolina, 38%. I'm surprised. Vanderbilt, just 10%. And Memphis at 3%. So a big weekend in state for the Vols and both basketball teams against the Commodores. Who is this bigger for, Caleb? So let's get it out there first. Tennessee men's team blew out Vanderbilt on Saturday, 88 to 53. And then the women's team blew out Vanderbilt on Sunday. The Tennessee men's won at home, the women's team won on the road. Um, I believe it was 89 to 61. Don't quote me on that. Um, it, but it was, it was another blowout. So on paper, it should be a bigger deal for the Lady Falls because Vanderbilt's actually a pretty good team in women's basketball. They're 19 and eight. They are a fringe tournament team. And so it looked really good for the Lady Vols to dominate and for Rakia Jackson to go off. But I don't think the Lady Vols have any shot in the dark of going that far this year. And for the Lady Vols, making the NCAA tournament is not the baseline going deep in the tournament is, and that that game means nothing to that. So I think it's a much bigger deal what the men did, because finally, I'm going to applaud Rick Barnes. 
He finally pulled his starters in a blowout game. It was 13 minutes to go in the second half, and he pulled Dalton Connect, and he was able to play 13 guys on Saturday. 11 guys were able to log double-digit minutes. Nobody played more than 24 minutes in the game. This is something Rick Barnes should have been doing for weeks now in a lot of blowout games, and he should do it when Tennessee inevitably blows out Missouri this week. It is absolutely ridiculous that he hasn't been doing that. Finally, Tennessee got some much-needed rest. But it took as perfect a performance as they possibly could have had against Vanderbilt before he pulled them. And he needs to be a little bit more flexible with that. So I think the men's side blowing out Vanderbilt is a bigger deal because finally the players got rest. And I think the mid side does have final four talent. I don't think the women do. Or at least they don't have final four coaching on the women's side. Well, I think this is well worth noting that you said all along that Tennessee should dig into their bench a little bit more. A lot of people disagreed with you on that. A lot of people I don't think were watching uh, because I think that it was pretty apparent that there's two different arguments here. Tennessee had the depth. You were never saying that. You were saying they're just not utilizing it for whatever possibly antiquated reason there could be, which I don't know what it is, not practicing as well as they should, whatever the case may be. You got me, but they clearly uh, have more depth than they have uh, shown out to this point. And you were one of the first to say that. And quite frankly, you got ripped quite a lot uh, on the, on the message board, which I'm always a big fan of when you get ripped on the message board. But in this case, it just didn't seem fair to me. And that was troubling, Caleb. Yeah, I've been screaming this from the mountaintop for a while. And by the way, you guys want to talk Caleb, about I think you're Caleb, weren't you supposed to go there? Well, maybe, but I'm very I'm gonna be very humble about this situation. No, uh, no, I was right, and everybody who was ignoring this was wrong. Okay, and you know who else was right? Ron Slade, who had been calling for it on our show every week. You know who else was saying it? Jimmy Hyams. Okay, a lot of us were saying this team is not relying and utilizing its depth. The same way last year, I said, remember this, Dave? Last year, I said, they're they're grinding. They're way too grinding defensively. They're not focused on their offense enough. They're not playing fluid, and it's going to cost them in March. And everybody's like, no, they have the best defensive team in basketball, and they're going to win the tournament. Yeah, and, that is right there. That's the voice. Yes. And what <laughs> happened? They got bounced out by Florida at all. Okay? You guys can whine and cry all day when I give you these facts, but they are facts. Rick Barnes has not been using his depth. For the record, he has it because J.B. Estrella is the third option in the post behind Toby Awaka and Jonas Adu. Estrella's been hurt. He didn't play on Saturday. He still managed to go to his depth with 13 guys. He still managed to play Kate Phillips 11, mil- 11 minutes. Okay, and by the way, another point, Jordan Ganey and Jemai Meshack the two rotational players he does play off the bench were horrible on Saturday. They were not playing well. Didn't matter because he brought in Freddie DeLeon and Cameron Carr because that's what Tennessee has and Rick Barnes' stubbornness has been costing them. So Rick Barnes, I'm giving you a, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an applaud. Okay, this is like, you ever know, like Dave, you ever get complimented by your wife when you like take out the dishes or do something you should have done and you feel like it's so patronizing? Yes, that happens probably about every 15, 20 years in my house. Okay. <laughs> Happens every week in mine. But anyways, 
That's what I'm doing for Rick Barnes right here. I'm giving it a compliment for doing those obvious thing that he always should have been doing, which is turning to his bench. Do it more, Rick. You got a grueling end to the SEC schedule coming up, okay? Now, I find this interesting because you pointed out that Ron Slay said the same thing, and Ron regularly brought to you by our friends at Dynasty Pools and Spas. But I was on the Sports Source with John Pennington on Sunday, and this topic came up pretty quickly. So here's Mark Pankratz, who's a very, very intellectual analyst who completely agrees with you and happened to play for Tennessee as well. Here are his thoughts. You're talking about Ziegler. Look how hard he works on defense. He may be the defensive player of the year. He's working on both ends of the court. You got to give him some time. Yeah, off. yeah. My my issue was last week when he gets he plays a full game in a game he loses by 16 at A and M. It's like to me that's give him a rest at some point. But on the other side, you're the sixth best team in the country according to the NCAA tournament right. selection committee. You're you're neck and neck with the leader in the SEC right now for the regular season title. Um, do they need to be playing more bench minutes? But as your poll is going to show, it's about the NCAA tournament run, and that's what we got to keep in mind. It's about the marathon, not the sprint. And so I do think you got to be playing guys more minutes. To me, the guy that fits the Barnes mold that has had minutes deteriorate over the last probably three weeks is Meshack. Yeah. I think he's a guy that at times he was playing some backup point guard if it's not going to be Vescovy. Um, I think it's got to be Meshack because he fits the Barnes mold. Carr, they're super high on Carr. They think Carr's going to be an NBA talent by the time he's done in two or three years. Um, but him and DeLeon, they don't play defense. They, they turn the basketball over. They're not tough being able to get through screens. And, and so they don't, they're not at Barnes' level on that defensive end. Uh, and you've seen a couple times when DeLeon's been in, guys are coming off floppy screens, down screens, and the, the deliverance of the pass is just late. He's not there yet. Um, now, you could say, well, maybe it's because he's not getting the playing time. But he's practicing every day against right. his guys. So he should be there, especially if it's one of the better defensive teams in the country. That should correlate to the game. It's not. So for me, Meshack and, and Awaka are the two guys that should be getting a little bit more minutes. Okay, so I'm going to change gears on you, Caleb, because there was a conversation that I was in with Mark Pankratz. We were discussing where Tennessee could possibly end up. So they're thought of as the number six overall seed which would put them in Detroit, which would be a more favorable draw than going to Connecticut, which would arguably have the two or number one seed. Here's my thoughts. It is time to get beyond that, kids. It is time to say this basketball program doesn't need an easier draw than another one. This basketball team is good enough to play anybody that comes across their schedule in, in March Madness in the tournament. And if you can't get to that point, if you're not at that point yet, then I've got to wonder if Rick Barnes is the right man for the job. Because if, if he's feeding to Mark Pankratz, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to have a good, a good draw. Yeah, that's nice. But at some point, you've been coaching basketball for 35 years. You can't get a good draw every time. You need to make the Final Four more than once. I mean, that to me... I heard that narrative on Sunday, and I almost called you, but I tried to give Caleb some time off. And that narrative of you got to get a good draw, or uh, I I don't want to hear that. That's the one narrative I don't want to hear is, oh, Tennessee had to play Southwest Missouri State, and they beat them by 30. That was a hot team coming in. I don't want to hear that. I do not want to hear that. Well, you have enlightened me that he's feeding information to Mark Pankratz. I didn't think about that until you just said what you said, because here's my question. 
How the heck would Mark Pankratz know that Freddie DeLeon and Cameron Carr aren't playing the defense they need to play? They barely play on the court. That would only come from Rick Barnes feeding him that to defend himself not playing them, right? Yes. And you know what I would like to know more than whether or not Rick Barnes is going to win a a Final Four or National Championship, get to a Final Four? I'd like to know in his heart of hearts, is he happy playing this string out with one Final Four up on his mantle and everything's good? Or is he so hungry that he can't see straight? because he wants to win a national championship and stuff like that makes me wonder if it's just, let's play this thing out. And I've got my golden parachute the way Jerry green did. That is very trouble. Well, there's a difference. He's not, I got my golden parachute like Jerry green did. So I'm going to go golfing and then roll the ball out and let the players play. I don't think he's that. I think again, it's he, he has a philosophy where he enjoys coaching. Like I told, like I said, with David Cutcliffe and Mark Rick, he likes coaching from the perspective of developing players doesn't really care if he like carves a legacy as a champion in doing so okay but let me ask you this he developed in the way he create he he worked on kevin durant right because 20 years earlier kevin durant's a back to the player basket correct that's very true you're right okay so he adapted to that he saw a guy that's seven foot tall and can handle it on the wing i'm like let's do it so same thing for david cutcliffe do you think that he would coach lamar jackson the same way absolutely not great coaches make adjustments and uh, he he needs to he, he needs to continue to pr- uh, well he prove that he makes adjustments with his development he's stubborn with his scheme and he's stubborn with his certain philosophies such as i'm going to teach my players to play defense i'm going to grind them on it the whole year even if it mentally drains them when the tournament comes I'm not going to play players if I don't think they earn playing time in practice. So if that means I'm going to play my starting point guard the entire game of a 16-point loss, so be it. And I don't care if they're tired in, in the NCAA tournament. I need to teach these other kids a lesson. It's more important to teach his guys a lesson than it is to win in the NCAA tournament. That's how Rick Barnes has always been. I told you guys last year, Rick Barnes was the coach from Hoosiers. Gene Hackman's character from Hoosiers. If Which you guys remember that, Hoosiers, by the way, it is the stupidest movie of all time. It is a, it, there is no way that style four passes before you take any shot. You know, how dumb of an offensive strategy that would be in real life, Dave. Not smart. Yes. So Rick, there's a moment in Hoosiers where the guy keeps hitting every shot. Gene Hackman didn't like it because he wasn't doing the four passes. So he brought him to the bench. His team got in foul trouble. So we only had four players and he decided I'm not going to put this guy back in because I need to teach him a lesson. So I'm going to play out there with four players. Well, that's dumb. That's stupid. Okay. And that's how Rick Barnes lives by. He says, I'm going to, I prefer teaching lessons to winning games. I guess that's admirable. I guess you could say that counts for something. It will develop the players, but it won't win you a championship. It just won't. And I think that maybe, just maybe he's changed a little bit. He does adjust. You know, you bring up Kevin Durant. I don't think he has a philosophy where he says every player should do this or that. He adjusts and adapts. And that's where he's also similar to David Cutcliffe. As you know, as well as I do, I mean, that's one of the greatest adjustments a coach ever made, right? Going from Peyton Manning to T. Martin. And I mean, that's probably one of the most impressive adjustments ever. For yeah, and he took a lot of heat in the locker room for it as well. Um, yeah. Took a lot of heat. He changed the playbook and it was brilliant. And I think that Rick Barnes can do that with his players, but he still lives and dies by a philosophy of teaching his players. And he's so committed to teaching and teaching lessons 
that it actually ends up costly in terms of wins and losses in March. And so I don't get the whole, again, and that was so, You, I, I'm sorry. That was so obviously a leak from Rick Barnes, what Mark Pankrat said about Freddie DeLeon and Cameron Carr. That was so blatantly obvious that Barnes leaked that. Because where do you get that information from? I thought so too. All right. So here we um here we go. Uh Hooker's Corner. You can be a part of that just nine dollars a month, nine ninety-eight as a matter of fact, and you can win weekly prizes as well as the grand prize, which this month, uh, we're gonna drop Monday, uh sorry, Friday, March the first, will be uh, a, a mini autographed helmet for uh from Hendon Hooker, which is awesome. So we're gonna draw now for that t-shirt or um, you can also win a book if you would like that. Uh, we'll have somebody reach out to you and let's go ahead and uh, draw it right now. Are you excited? Can you feel the anticipation in the air? Let's go. I don't think you don't feel like you're as excited as, as I think you should be. Okay. How do I spin this thing? What do I click on? I have no idea. I think it's spinning. There, there we go. go. Look at that. It's spinning. It's spinning. Tennessee Jr.'s looking good. Michael's looking good as well. Could it be? Oh, it's oh! I think it leads SMR. Yes, Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountain Red. Red. Yeah, you will be out in the next one, Smoky Mountain Red. But uh, you can reach out to us, reach out to me, David off the hooksports.com. I'll go ahead and type that in there right now, and uh, you can bingo. Uh, put it right out there, David off the hooksports.com. Kalen said, is, is the Patreon app better than online? I'm having more luck with online, but I want to go ahead and apologize for that. And Caleb, we've got your present. Kalen, we've got your present getting out this afternoon. And uh, we'll take care of you, uh, Smoky Mountain Red. So go ahead and email me. Would you prefer a shirt? Or we do have, uh, if we can go ahead and pull those up too, Caleb, we do have the legal t-shirt, uh, the uh, state of Tennessee versus the NCAA I don't know how you're going to do that. It wasn't rigged, Travis. You're going to win eventually. I know you will. Uh, but we have that shirt up that you can order now. It's a fantastic shirt. Just go to offthehooksports.com and our merch shop is there. Can we pull that up now, Caleb? There we go. Look at that shirt. That is a fantastic shirt. As I'll be able to pull it up. Bingo, bango. It is the state of Tennessee versus the NCAA. A shirt like that. You got to print bunches because we have no idea how many are coming, but it will be a limited run. So order now, order now in exactly two minutes. These baseball vols are going to be pretty good. As for the lady vols, they're pretty good as well. Stay tuned. Two minutes off the hook sports with Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Booker. Got cataracts? We can fix that. Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at cctis.com. 
Hi, I'm Rick Terry, and we at Rick Terry Jewelry Designs pride ourselves in the highest quality craftsmanship from a family-owned business here in Knoxville for over 35 years. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we also take pride in being an affordable option for all your game day accessories, especially those fire opals. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we want to be your jeweler every day and especially on game day. Go Vols! Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. We believe every day is a good day to be thirsty. With free samples on draft and lots of flavors to choose from, Tennessee Cider Company prepares a hard cider that's easy to enjoy. Some say it's the signature cider of the South. Others say it's the cure to your craving. They all say you'll savor every sip. The area of Gatlinburg has so much to offer, and so does Tennessee Cider Company. Add us to your list for shopping and fun experiences. You'll be glad you made the trip. Find our cidery in the Mountain Mall on the Gatlinburg Parkway. Sip smart. Sip the good stuff. Sip Tennessee Cider Company. Thirsty yet? Doors open at 10 a.m. This is Jacob Warren asking you to like, subscribe, and share. Dave needs this. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorneys. Play to win, banksjones.com. Uh, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show, Ooh. a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. Welcome back. As we're going to talk some uh, Diamond Vols and some Lady Vols softball as well. We talk about a lot of uh, NIL and what opportunities they may or may not get. But the simple fact is, Tennessee, I think when we, Caleb, I think when we look at the Lady Vols, we're sometimes a little bit too rough on them because of their history. Tennessee has two very respectable women's athletic programs in the two most visible sports. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. I mean, they are a one fluke play in softball from winning the 07 national title in which Monica Abbott would have gone down as being the, having the greatest postseason in the history of softball that year. Um, and so that's, I think you remember that right where she pitched every single inning and didn't allow a run the entire college world series until the final, like until like the bottom of like the 12th inning in a, in a elimination game that Tennessee should have won, but she got no help from her offense. I mean, it was, and then they lost the next game because she had just gotten burned out and had no run support. But yeah, no, they, they have two very, very good women's sports programs in basketball and softball. Does the, does the baseball team have to be special for people to care? I mean, it was special two years ago. It had a lot of good storylines or can it just be good? I think it needs to be special, but part of special is Tony Vitello just angering fan bases everywhere. And I think Tennessee kind of, you know, okay, put it this way. Baseball, and I think softball should do this too. Some of these lesser sports, 
they need to kind of WWE it up a little bit. And I don't mean fix it, but I mean, create some villains out of it. You know what I mean? Where I, I think, as you know, Dave, wasn't that the biggest reason the NBA was able to take off in the eighties? People like the say what you want about the Pistons. They embraced being the villain and the most hated team in the NBA, didn't they? And they were willing to let everybody know that, yeah, we don't care if you hate us. We're still going to be dominant. And I think baseball and softball for college need some of that. You're seeing that with women's basketball right now with the Angel Reese versus Caitlin Clark and stuff like that. I think you need a little more of that chippiness. You don't need it in football because football's so beloved. But I think baseball, softball, and women's basketball need that. Okay, so I don't know that you're going to get that in baseball. Most of those guys are pretty uh button down the exception would be tennessee which allowed their players to do a ton of things in 2022 that was exciting um and yeah i, I really you didn't have much of that in the lady balls and their softball success um do you need those storylines in the lady balls i think so um what, again i don't know is, how much what is the great storyline there's no no, that's right. I meant I don't know what there's no Gino Ariema sitting out there, which would be nice, right? Yeah, I don't know if softball would ever be able to get to the level where I'd had it. And just so I want to give everybody a quick breakdown, real quick. Tennessee softball um started the uh year four and oh, and they were highest number two. They've now they're now four and two. They lost one run games to Stanford and Texas, had their last three games canceled due to rain. Tennessee baseball opened the weekend, beating number 18 Texas Tech. Then they lost to Oklahoma in extra innings, and then they beat Baylor. So they're now 2-1. and one. Both of these are top five caliber teams this year that you could really see compete for a national title. Nope, and I think it's huge. I think being in front of those, it, it may be a non-revenue sports, but being in front of those households is a, a really big deal. And you do sense that but baseball, being in the Knoxville area now, has already built some equity, some credibility. So if they struggled one year... It's not like everybody would be off the bandwagon the following year. You can just feel that um, really around town. And that's even with the new baseball stadium co coming in. Have, have you heard exactly how they're going to do that? Do you have? Do you know the new baseball stadium and how it will coexist with the Diamond Vols or any idea? Nothing. I got nothing on that. Um, what I will say with baseball is that where, where baseball has an advantage over softball, um, first of all, I, I don't know if you can give me your thoughts. I'm going to give you my thoughts real quick on this. And in, in terms of comparing the two, who's more likely to win a national title? I think it's softball this year, believe it or not. Agreed. The reason is because softball has a top three caliber team, top three and softball. For those who don't know how the sport works, softball doesn't have as much randomness in it as baseball does. And I, and you get what I'm talking about. Dave. We talk about this all the time. Like football is the sport where, in any, no other sport will the better team win more often than in football in a one-game setting, right? I think high 70s to 80% of the time, yes. Yes. Baseball, it's 50-50. It's, it's really – like, like it's, when the Yankees play the Tigers, it's a 55 to 45 shot the Tigers may win in a regular season baseball game. And uh, not to throw like a complete left-field pitch at you, but um... – which one of the Lady Vols would be Caitlin Clark before Caitlin Clark? If there had been so much coverage, because nowadays you don't have to go looking for uh, Lady Vols games. You, 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 can, you can find her. And let's give her some credit for being the superstar she is. 
I mean, she's on subway commercials and everything else. So I mean, to, to overcome what she's overcome and being in the women's game, and I'm not saying overcome it because it's a tragedy. I'm just saying overcome it because you have to, um, you have to overcome the lesser publicity. That to me is is the greater challenge. And and with the with the diamond balls, um, they have just built something phenomenal out there. It's a shame that the city of Knoxville and uh, the University of Tennessee couldn't work together. But now Lindsey Nelson's going to be anything brand new they build in downtown. Yeah, so um, I have some stuff coming on Caitlin Clark, guys, later this week. You'll, you won't want to miss it. I've got a column coming up, and we're going to talk about it because I have a few hot takes on the Caitlin Clark hype, believe it or not. Um, so I would say on the diamond, and that's why I'm not giving my answer today. I'll just tell you guys that. Uh, I would say on the diamond, um, yeah, what's happening with college baseball. So getting back to what I wanted to say, because there's less randomness, the Lady Vols team is better than the baseball team. And also it's more of a crapshoot in baseball in the tournament. So I think the Lady Vols actually have a really good shot at a national title guys this year. So keep an eye out, keep an eye out for that. Although baseball could do it too. Baseball could become a revenue sport for this reason. You are seeing Dave, something you've never seen before right now, which is this, the decline of minor league baseball is enticing a lot more prospects to go to college than used to like, high profile prospects you know baseball more than any other sport the best prospects came straight out of high school into the minors and well but it's not just the minors it's it's also nil money i mean yes and because of nil that's a good point you're gonna see college baseball nicks minor league baseball and i'm gonna say about 25 years as it will only be college baseball at that point because right now what's the draw of minor league baseball the biggest draw is wanting to see the prospects right for your favorite major league team. Yes. That you know they'll play for. They're all going to be playing college baseball. And by 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 within 10 years, every elite prospect will be playing college baseball, not minor league baseball. In Tennessee, that's why they're partnering with the city of Knoxville more. Knoxville Smokies will be totally irrelevant in 25 years. Yeah, I think anything much lower than a double A team will be irrelevant. And that's the Smokies. I think they had their opportunity to link arm in arm with the University of Tennessee, and they chose not to do that. He is uh, Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. Uh, We had uh, some great giveaways today. We'll continue to do that. Join Hooker's Corner, our Patreon group, support what we do. We've got an exciting new sponsor that we're going to add that brings you more content. How about a little volunteer vault action? He's Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.